I walked a mile with pleasure, she chatted all the way, but left me none the wiser for all she had to say. I walked a mile with sorrow, ne'er a word she said, but oh, the things I learned from her when sorrow walked with me. This Robert Browning poem came to me today as we near the end of our time together. Some twenty years ago, Graham Cook taught on something he called cycles of intimacy. They went right across life. There was the relational cycle, the work cycle, the life cycle, a cycle of anointing, cycle of distress and development. Everything was there. All these cycles, the common thing he observed, was that we experienced pleasure and pain, weakness and power, achievement and suffering. As we're currently exploring what experiencing God will look like, we can't shrink from the things we don't like, such as trials, pain and difficulties. Troubles will come. Pain of one sort or another will accompany you on your way from time to time. But as the poem says, it's sorrow and pain that teach us so much more than pleasure. As much as we hate it, tribulation is the thing that teaches us the most if we let it. There's a brilliant book by a man called Paul Bullheimer, Don't Waste Your Sorrows. I recommend it if you're serious in your pursuit of God because if you're set on hard, on following hard after Jesus, trials and tests you will discover are a necessary part of your journey, your growth cycle. Without them, you'll learn nothing. And despite the look on your face, I can tell you that is good news. We need both tribulation and trials to work faith and patience. Hear Peter on the subject, 1 Peter 4.12. Suffering for God's glory. Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though something strange happened to you. He goes on to say why. But rejoice to the extent that you are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory is revealed you may also be glad with exceeding joy. These very trials mean you are partakers with Christ. You can't have all the good things he gives you without accompanying suffering. He's not the some sort of celestial Santa Claus. He calls you to be with him in everything, the good, the bad and the ugly. And for his part, he guarantees he'll be with you too in your difficult times. That little bit of inconvenient enlightenment knocks a hole in the prosperity gospel and some. You need not fear trouble when it comes, beloved, because he will walk with you every step of the way, guiding you as is best for you. You need not fear problems, because every problem comes ready-made with its provision. These things that you learn become flesh on you as you walk your life's highway with him. This is what he means when he says, Never will I leave you or forsake you. Life happens, he'll be there sticking closer than a brother. After the revelation comes the practical. God loves to make what he's shown you real in your experience of him. And the good news, the really good news, is that the trial or trouble actually opens the way for him to be something new to you, something he could never have been at any other time. So if you're in a pit right now, why not ask him this question? What do you want to be to me right now that you could not be at any other time? 
the answer will delight you and cause you to have your very own experience of God. So relax and enjoy.